Good morning and a warm welcome to your show, Sunny Mornings in Boston. We're the daily podcast that gets you started on the right foot and always with a positive vibe. I'm your host, Melissa, and it's Tuesday, January 30th. You'll be interested to know, today is National Crescent Day. The Crescent's Austrian origins as Kipferl was introduced to France by Marie Antoinette, and it became a French culinary icon. This buttery, crescent-shaped pastry, a blend of simple ingredients, symbolizes the fusion of Austrian and French baking. Grab one today before they sell out. Now let's check out the weather in the Boston area. This morning, it's mostly cloudy and feels like 16 degrees with 11 mile per hour wind. Tonight, the sun will set at 4.55 p.m. and it will rise again tomorrow at 6.59 a.m. It looks like we're in for mostly clouds with a high near 27 and north wind 7 to 10 mile per hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low around 21 and wind around six mile per hour. The first low tide Tuesday will be at 8 a.m. with a high tide around 2 p.m. The nearshore buoy at Cape Cod Bay reads 40 degrees for the water temperature. Looking ahead in the weather, we'll see a partly sunny Wednesday with highs near 39 degrees, cooling to 25 at night. Thursday will be similarly partly sunny, reaching 44 degrees. Mixed rain and snow showers are possible Thursday night through Friday. The weekend will be colder with partly sunny skies and highs in the mid-30s. Bonjour, food enthusiasts. This podcast is brought to you by Versailles Cafe and Pastries in Encinitas. Nestled on El Camino Real South, just north of Encinitas Boulevard, this cafe is a haven for culinary delights. Indulge in their amazing Eggs Benedict or their gluten-free crepes. You can grab a panini for lunch or just breeze on through to get your morning coffee. They are open every day from eight to five. So stop on by and don't forget to tell them, Sunny Morning send you. In top news, Toyota Motor has issued an urgent recall for 50,000 older vehicles in the U.S., specifically targeting certain 2003 to 2005 models of Corolla, Corolla Matrix, and RAV4. This critical recall is due to potentially lethal Takadak airbag inflators, which could explode and send metal shrapnel into the vehicle. Worldwide, Takata airbag issues have caused over 30 deaths including 26 in the U.S., and numerous injuries. This recall is part of a broader issue, with over 67 million Takata airbags recalled in the U.S. alone. Toyota's recall specifically addresses driver's airbags in the RAV4 and front passenger airbags in other models. This alert follows similar do-not-drive advisories from other automakers, including Stellantis and Honda, due to the same Takata airbag concern. Now, let's talk science. The Xiu archaeological site in northern China, unearthed in the 1960s, has provided groundbreaking insights into human history. Recent studies have determined that Homo sapiens were present at this site around 45,000 years ago, 
pushing back the previously understood timeline for human arrival in China by about 5,000 years. The site was rich with over 15,000 stone artifacts, animal bones, and a notable human skull fragment. Modern dating methods have confirmed the age of these artifacts, indicating a much earlier human presence in the region than previously thought. This finding suggests that early humans might have migrated to China via the northern route, possibly through areas now known as Siberia and Mongolia. The discovery not only highlights a significant advancement in human migration timelines, but also suggests complex interactions with other hominin species, like Neanderthals, and points to the existence of extensive trade networks, as evidenced by the presence of materials like obsidian from distant sources. This reshapes our understanding of early human migration and interaction in East Asia. In business news, the startup investment scene faced a significant downturn in 2023, marking the lowest level of funding in four years. This decline, particularly pronounced in the tech sector, was largely due to rising interest rates. High growth companies, once booming with investments, saw a stark reduction in funding, dropping to $167 billion from over $300 billion in 2021. Major venture capital firms, hit by the economic shift, drastically scaled back their deals. Despite these challenges, one sector shone brightly, generative AI. Investment in this area surged, with significant funds flowing into leading startups like OpenAI. However, the future looks cautiously optimistic. Expected interest rate cuts by the Federal Reserve could renew investor interest in startups, possibly revitalizing the IPO market. But the landscape has changed. Startups now face heightened pressure to cut costs and strive for profitability in this new, more fiscally conservative era. In crypto, Bitcoin is back up a bit to $43,415, while Ethereum is at $2,300, and Solana is up to $102. Now on to sports. Slow night across the board. But in the NBA, in an impressive comeback at TD Garden, the Celtics rallied, to beat the Pelicans 118-112. The Celtics, initially unbeatable at home with a 20-0 record, had faced two consecutive losses before this win. Tatum was pivotal, scoring 26 points, with 12 in the crucial fourth quarter. Jalen Brown contributed 22 points and 11 rebounds. The Pelicans, led by Brandon Ingram with 28 points, held a 17-point lead in the first half. However, Boston's resurgence in the second half, outscoring New Orleans 68-52, was key to their win. Celtics coach Joe Mazzulla emphasized the need to work for every win, addressing a sense of entitlement. Zion Williamson, returning from injury, performed strongly for the Pelicans, but their turnovers in the fourth quarter proved costly. This game highlighted Boston's resilience and New Orleans' areas for growth. Tonight, the Seas remain at home to take on the Hawks. In national hockey, the Bruins are off until after the All-Star break. Moving on to a more local vibe. In our community spotlight on health and wellness, 
We are working with a national Pilates studio to bring you some free classes, so listen up. Check out Club Pilates with several locations in the Boston area. Pilates presents a comprehensive wellness approach, cultivating strength, reducing tension, and elevating mental well-being. Scientific research affirms its benefits. So now you can check out Club Pilates for a free class with locations in Canton, Wellesley, Hingham, Brookline, and Framingham. Just be sure to tell them Sunny Morning sent you by. And now, back to the show. In local news, Provincetown, Massachusetts, recently joined six other communities in moving towards decriminalizing psychedelic plants and fungi. The select board voted for a resolution that instructs police to deprioritize psilocybin cases and calls for statewide decriminalization. This decision aligns Provincetown with Somerville, Cambridge, Northampton, East Hampton, Salem, and Worcester, where similar measures have been adopted. Advocacy group Bay Staters for Natural Medicine played a significant role in these developments. The push for decriminalization is backed by claims of medical benefits, such as treating addiction and mental health issues. Provincetown's decision, however, does not permit commercial sales, but supports medical use of psychedelics. And in entertainment news, Christopher Nolan, renowned for his direction in Oppenheimer, hosted a Q&A with Nathan Fielder and Benny Safdie delving into their new satirical comedy series, The Curse. Airing on Showtime and Paramount Plus, this groundbreaking show captivated Nolan, who compared its originality to iconic series like Twin Peaks. The plot centers around Fielder and Emma Stone, portraying a married couple running an HGTV show called Flipflanthropy. Their story takes a dark turn with the emergence of a curse that challenges their relationship and attempts to have a child. Benny Safdie, who co-created the series, also stars as a TV producer. Nolan's admiration extended to Fielder's HBO series, The Rehearsal, and the Safdie brothers' filmography. Alison Herman of Variety praised The Curse for its effective mood setting and exploration of exploitation at multiple levels leaving viewers to decide whether it's a must-watch or a pass. I haven't made up my mind on this one yet. Well, alrighty, folks, it's time for the quote of the day. And in honor of National Croissant Day, our quote comes from the French philosopher Jean-Jacques Rousseau. And he said, To write a good love letter, you ought to begin without knowing what you mean to say, and to finish without knowing what you have written. And that's a wrap for this morning. Remember to stay tuned tomorrow for more news and updates. Have an amazing day, my good friends. <laughs>